Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Rosh Chodesh morning. This is your t- their Jewish Moments of the Morning radio program.
telephones and other portable electronic devices such as CD players and laptop computers must be turned off and stored for departure. Flight attendants, prepare doors for departure and cruise check. Otisa, Obama, America. Otmuna, Sutton Katan, Otrati Ma, Maze Mechane, Maze Oditen. Aita Taolam, Yala Titraten. Otama, Haleluka, Vexadribo, Kobeshodir, Mashir Lukot, Molapidot, Matahlit, Makavana. Ayelet Mikashera, Bae Foata. Sochihut, Sota Siba.
Growing up, I watched my mama doing laundry in the sink And my brother's clothes and mine were kind of tattered But we had love and we had faith and there was laughter in our home So I guess we had the only things that mattered Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Be it smooth, be it rough, you just can't say it enough. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Nothing much has changed as the days and years flew by. If it wasn't sad, you'd say it's kind of funny <laughs> Though I surely can't proclaim that I've tried my very best Just like my folks, I'm not too good at making money But Hashem knows what He's doing It's His world after all Why waste time in useless second-guessing? All the trials and tribulations are but means to help us grow so instead of counting money, count your blessings. Be it smooth, be it rough, you just can't say it enough. Baruch Hashem, There was a time not long ago I'm not too proud to say When I resented the good fortune of my friends How I wish I could take back The envy and the pain As it brought me less than nothing in the end But I've cast aside that burden I'm happy and I'm free Growing up taught me a thing or two now I go around with my guitar and sing for all to hear. The grass is my the green on my side too.
לישון, הוא רוצה עכשיו לישון, תקום עכשיו אתה כבר מאחר, תראה את השעון, אומר לך היום לקום וללכת. גם אם זה לא קל, נמצאת פתאום אל על, מתוך הסערה אתה צועק, נסחפת עם הגל, מבלי להתכוון, תכננת הכל בינתיים, תביט אל השמיים, תודה תמיד על מה שהוא לך נותן. לזכור ולא לשכוח, שהוא נותן את הכוח, תמיד אותך בדרך Thank you. 
Every tune I write is a hit song. Not every swing is a home run. Here's what you gotta know before we get started. You win some, you lose some, there's pretty, there's gruesome, there's lows and there's highs, hellos and goodbyes. You win some, you lose some, there's pretty, there's gruesome, there's ups and there's downs, but don't turn around. If you hear me singing this song, you know that I'm trying. All I've got's this promise to keep fighting. I don't have a pretty picture trophy smiling If you hear me singing this song You know that I'm trying Lo yolecho am locholik moin Lo yato ben choirin libotel mimelo Lo yolecho am locholik moin the highest, highest to try. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome. There's lows and there's highs. Hellos and goodbyes. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome. There's ups and there's downs. But don't turn around. If I hear you singing this song, I know that you're trying. That promise to keep fighting. You don't need a pretty picture trophy smiling. If I hear you singing this song, I know that you're trying. need your home run the only way to win is to have fun with humble eyes look to the sky the highest highest to try Try. 
JM in the AM. It's a, a Tuesday morning Rosh Chodesh here at JM in the AM. Imagine that. We're ready at Rosh Chodesh Marachesh Fund. One month of the brand new year, 5783, has been complete. Hard to believe that, huh? To say the least. Welcome to a Tuesday on this 25th of October, day number 30 in the month of Tishrei. But again, it is the first day of Rosh Chodesh Marachesh Fund. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, including uh, half Hallel, Yalaviovo. Special Torah reading, Musaf Barchinafshi, whatever your custom calls for. It is a Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Yaakov Shweki with Hine Elokei Nulo Alecha. That was from Eighth Day. Eitan Katzku Ulan Nigun. Sandy had Echad. Boker done by Tal Vaknin. Journeys off Volume 5 with Baruch Hashem. He can't say it enough. Tali Yes and Lachai Olamim. Yoni Ziad Koach. Hodu done by Gavriel Palkovitz. And before that, Shalshelis Jr. Mizumin with Hine. And of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a uh, Tuesday, Rosh Chodesh morning, JM&AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. And welcome to those of you tuned in around the world. We continue to get amazing reactions. Since we asked for the reaction, we continue to get great reaction from around the world, from different places that are tuned in on a daily basis, and that is much appreciated. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, Comment away. Let us know where you are, etc. Always interested, to say the least, uh, in where our listeners happen to be. And um, I thank those of you who are in touch with us. More coming up. JM in the AM. Here's Maishi Menlowitz. Nachamu, nachamu, ami. Nachamu, nachamu, ami. Yoimar Eloi kechem. Yoimar Eloi kechem. Nachamu, nachamu, ami. Nachamu, nachamu, ami. Yoimar Eloi Yeah. 
Malame done by uh, Shmuel Younger. Tuesday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning at JMM. Avram Freed, Atata, and Mizmor Lasoda. You heard Maishi Menlowitz with Nachamu. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachamSingle.com and the NachamSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Hard to believe the Israeli election is days away, and we will. Um, we will figure out a plan. I know because I'm away that uh, Friday, uh, there are people concerned and anxious about uh, Malcolm Holmline's analysis regarding the uh, post-election. What we're going to try to do is uh, set up a conversation that we will then play on Friday during our regular slot. We're going to see if that works. But we will give you the... We're not ignoring the situation. Don't worry. We'll give you the details coming up, of course, here at JM in the AM. Galen Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday. Rosh Chodesh morning follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam and Galeitzal Mirushalayim Ashashtayim. Baulpan Tal Shenhav. Im Mashikor Achshav. Mechdal Afraya Basuta. 
בית המשפט ביטל את בקשת המדינה למנות אפוטרופוס. מדווחת כתבתנו לענייני בריאות, טלאור מאירסון. בית המשפט החל לדחות את בקשת המדינה למינוי אפוטרופוס לעוברה עם היוולדה, ככל שלא תוגשנה תביעות אחרות. זאת נוכח תוצאות הבדיקה הגנטית, שקבעו כי אין קשר גנטי בין בני הזוג שנחשבו להורים גנטיים אפשריים, לעוברה שהוכנסה לרחמה של אישה שאינה אימה. סליחה על התקלה. ראש הממשלה יאיר לפיד הגיע בצהריים לנצרת, שם נפגש עם ראש העירייה עלי סלאם ועם ראשי רשויות מהמגזר. במהלך פגישתם קרא לנוכחים להירתם לעידוד ההצבעה בחברה הערבית. מדבריו של ראש הממשלה לפיד הביא כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב. הפעיל החברתי עורך הדין חוסאם מועד טען אצל יעל דן, לא הרגשנו שינוי במדיניות של ממשלת לפיד. אין הבדל בין ביבי לבין לפיד, יש קו אחד ברור של ממשלת ישראל לדורותיה. היא הלכה וגרמה להתפוררות של החברה הערבית, וזו הייתה מדיניות מכוונת. היא נטעה פחד בתוך החברה הערבית על ידי אנשי עולם תחתון להפוך את החברה לחברה אלימה. המתיחות ביהודה ושומרון. עימותים אלימים פרצו לפני זמן קצר בין מתנחלים לפלסטינים בבנימין. במהלך העימותים הציתו המתנחלים כלי רכב פלסטינים והצדדים יידו אבנים זה על זה. כוחות הביטחון שנכחו במקום השתמשו באמצעים לפיזור הפגנות, ידיעה שמסר כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. שלושה ילדים פונו במצב קל מגן בחולון לאחר שנחשפו לעדי חומר ניקוי מאתר בנייה סמוך. כתבתנו בתל אביב אנה פינס מוסרת שצוות מגן דוד אדום פינה את השלושה עם קושי נשימתי לבית החולים וולפסון. ניקוי חמה חלקי שניתן לראות מישראל יגיע לשיאו בעוד מספר דקות והוא יימשך עד שלוש בצהריים. הפעם הבאה שנוכל לצפות באירוע כזה תהיה ב-2027. מדווחת כתבתנו לענייני חלל וטכנולוגיה, עומר עזרן. שיא הליקוי התרחש בשעה 2 ו-11 דקות. הליקוי מתרחש כאשר הירח חובר בין השמש לכדור הארץ, ומסתיר חלק מהאור. בליקוי הזה כשליש מהשמש יוסתר. אין לצפות בשמש באופן ישיר, אלא רק בעזרת אמצעים מיוחדים. רישי סונאק מונה רשמית לתפקיד ראש ממשלת בריטניה ה-57, לאחר שנפגש בארמון בקינגהאם עם המלך צ'ארלס. סונאק יחליף את ליז טראס, שכיהנה 44 ימים בלבד בתפקיד. כתב חדשות החוץ יונתן גריל מציין כי סונאק הוא ראש הממשלה השלישי של בריטניה בשבעה שבועות, והפך לראש הממשלה הצעיר ביותר זה יותר מ-200 שנה. לקראת משחקה של קבוצת הכדורגל מכבי חיפה הערב בפריז, במסגרת ליגת האלופות, משטרת צרפת העלתה את הכוננות מחשש לעימותים בין מחנות האוהדים. מפריז מדווח שליח גלי צה"ל, עידן קוולר. אוהדי מכבי חיפה מוסיפים לצבוע את פריז בירוק. האוהדים הסתובבו בחלקם תחת מגדל אייפל, שם שרו את שירי המועדון ולהיטי העידוד הקבועים, ואף קנו צעיפים משולבים של סמלי פריז ומכבי חיפה. הקבוצה עצמה ערכה אספת וידאו, ודומה שהכל מוכן לקראת ההתמודדות, שנקווה שתעבור בשקט בלי עימותים בין מחנות האוהדים. ומזג האוויר, בשעות הקרובות צפויים ממטרים מקומיים, בעיקר בצפון ובמזרח. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
שולח לכם את אליה הנביא. הנה אנוכי שולח לכם את אליה הנביא.
Strangers raising flags Seen you dressed in ashen rags Seen them all turn around Just like you I hold my ground But I stand quiet, I stand still Like a rock throughout the ages I'm just a stone from your home I'm Jerusalem Stone And I've waited all this time See you in this land of mine And I've waited through the ugliness and grime See you in this land of mine Will be glowing 
Your milk and honey flowing But I stand quiet, I stand still Like a rock throughout the ages I'm just a stone from your home I'm Jerusalem JMM, sorry for the little glitch there before the eighth day selection. Jerusalem Stone here on a Tuesday morning or Chodesh at JMM. Zusha had Leif Tahar. You heard a Leo done by Avram Rosenblum and Diaspora. Thanks for joining us here on a Tuesday broadcast. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Avrami sits in tomorrow. He'll be here between 6 and 9, and I thank him. Big announcement from our friends at OHEL, David Mandel, the CEO, and a very special guest. In addition to David, are going to be joining us here at JM in the AM. We'll have that for you coming up here at JM in the AM. I was just informed by one of our amazing listeners that uh, because of a swabbing event that happened in the Five Towns community, a match has been found and a kidney is being donated, which is pretty amazing. Um, the note re- reads, a man from our community is giving his kidney this morning. Please daven for Amitai Tsipor Ben Rifka Golda. Again, that's Amitai Tsipor Ben Rifka Golda. The recipient is Shalom Yosef Ben Hendel. Shalom Yosef Ben Hendel. And the work of renewal, which we always knew about, but now because of the Bienenfeld family, has become we've become so much more aware of what they do and how successful they are. Um, it, it, they're just amazing. And again, keep in mind the uh, donor and the recipient. Let's pray for everyone's well-being. 
and uh, everyone who is uh, both donating and receiving should continue on their road to recovery. Uh, again, pretty amazing to say the least. JM and the AM, so our friends from OHEL will join us as we described. Uh, plus, Sam Ulrich, Ulrich Studios. Sam Ulrich is going to join us. He's going to be spending the entire day with the Siegel family. <laughs> Coming up in a couple of weeks, he'll be spending the entire day with the Siegel family. So we figured we'd get him in and talk about it here at JM and the AM. So um, Sam Ulrich, Ulrich Studios. Many of you see him and his crew at the uh, weddings, bar mitzvahs, etc. He'll be in studio to say hi later on in the 8 o'clock hour at JMAM. Again, I've run me in tomorrow on the second day Rosh Chodesh. Keep that in mind here at JMAM. Uh, Yehuda Green, brand new. Yala Viyavo. Good morning from JMAM. <laughs>
Now don't forget, up is the way 
J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Avram Freed. Keep climbing. Before that, Yehuda Green, brand new with Yala Viavo in this Rosh Chodesh morning at J.M. in the A.M. Avrami in tomorrow. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Avrami hosts a live lunch, by the way, today for a Rosh Chodesh. Uh, that's happening later on this morning, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Hello to listener Tikva. Hello to listener Yona. He says it's foggy on Rikers, but the music's making his day. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. <laughs> uh, Trucker Yitz is enjoying Jerusalem, Baruch Hashem. Uh, Terry says, happy to be listening. Wish it wasn't so foggy and rainy in New York. Uh, keep up the great work. I can always count on hearing great music and information of importance to the community from whatever country I am in. Mazal Tov on the upcoming Simcha. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Rabbi David Goldwell. Oh, I apologize. Um... Uh, we do not have a uh, a new presentation of Rabbi Goldwasser, but I don't want this morning to go by without his words. So we're going to replay. No such, uh, no harm in a repeat, right? We're going to replay his words from yesterday here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words: Echenishmas Harav Zeben of Yosef Alevi and Lezechenishmas Esther Bas of Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. We find a fascinating pasuk in Amos: Ki hine yotzer harim for Hashem has formed the mountains, uvore ruach, and has also created the winds, umagid Adam masecho. He recounts to a person what were his deeds. The question has been asked, what is the kesher, the connection, between the beginning of the pasuk and the end of the pasuk? The chidah says in the name of Rabbi Yaakov Chagiz, why did Hashem create the world with harim ugvo'os, with mountains and hills? People have to climb the hills. They have to try to ascend the mountains. Hashem could have just created level ground that everybody could walk on without effort. He answers that there are strong winds that can uproot the trees and cause great destruction. These tall mountains stand and guard us from the stormy winds that could be destructive. So one could ask, wouldn't it be better if there were no winds? Then there wouldn't be a need for the harim, for the mountains, and everyone could be on level ground without having to climb the hills and the mountains. The answer is something that a person should remember every day of their life. The ruach is created from the hevel peed, from the mouth, from the breath of a person, as it says, The Targum Onklus translates it, that that an individual, when they speak, they show that there is a difference between a human and the animal life. That's what happens. It is the koach adibor. It is the power of speech. That is the spirit that is created when a person speaks. The perush is that all of the ruchos ba'olam, all of the different winds of the world are created through man's speech. And that's why Hashem had to give a koach gadol to the ruach so that man could understand that through speech a person can build binyanim or chas v'shalom destroy an entire country. That's the meaning of Yotza Harim Uvare Ruach. Instead of creating level ground, Umagid Adam Masecho, 
to let a person know the great power that we all have to use our dibor, our power of speech, in the correct way. We have the choice, chas v'shalom, to destroy or to build olamos, to build worlds. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizuk. Have a nice day. Shame, 
את מה שמסתתר נעלם. אין לי שמיים שצבועים כחול ואהבה כמו חול על הים. שמה שיש לי יישאר, ושאודה על מה שקיים. ואיך תמיד אלייך חוזר, אני מתעורר, אבל העיניים העצומות, חולם שאני רוצה עוד יותר, אבל באמת אפשר לראות שכלום לא חסר, כל יום שעובר.
JM in the AM with Lois Sagoy done by uh, Eden. Shirley Williger's Sameach. You heard Avi Ilson brand new with Yeshli HaKol. And the Solomon Brothers brand new with that wedding nigun on a Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Welcome everyone to a Tuesday and thanks for joining us here at JM in the AM. Much appreciated. Not unusual to have a uh, uh, to have a a feature regarding Ohel on the air, especially this time of year. They have their big gala coming up, and we will spend some time uh, talking about the Ohel gala. Um, uh, but today, David Mandel and a very special guest are with us live via telephone with an exclusive announcement that's being being made by our friends at Ohel. And something, frankly, that uh, uh, deserves a tremendous amount of attention locally, nationwide, and internationally, and especially for the people in the Garden State in the state of New Jersey. We'll start by welcoming the CEO, the Chief Executive Officer of OHEL Children's Home and Family Services, David Mandel. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's a pleasure to be with you once again. I hope you and your family. I'm all doing well. Appreciate that. Baruch Hashem. And a uh, happy, healthy, sweet new year to you and yours. And uh, with us live via telephone as well is um, the publisher of the New Jersey Jewish Link or the Jewish Link of New Jersey and the Jewish Link Media Group and somebody who's been an amazing friend as well of this radio broadcast for many, many years. And that's the one and only Moshe Kindelerer. Moshe, pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Hey, Nachum, it's good to be back. It's been too long, and, uh, and, and I just want to say that we're about to announce today is uh, I'm giving you, uh, I'm actually as a media person also, it's, it's, uh, it's really it's big news, and uh, I thought it would be in my paper first, but uh, because you're special to, uh, to myself and to Ohal, I, uh, we're gonna be you're going to hear it on Nachum Siegel first. I appreciate that, and a big thank you to both David Mandel and Moshe Kindler, as Moshe just indicated. There are other avenues <laughs> that could have been used to break this news and to make this announcement to the entire world, and they have chosen us here at JMNAM, which is extremely flattering and much appreciated. Uh, David, are we going to start this with you or with Moshe? Where do we begin with today's big announcement? Now, Moshe, prior to being the publisher of the um, of the media group that you just described, um, Moshe also worked at OHEL. Right. So Moshe is wearing a, a media hat, an OHEL hat, and he's also wearing an important hat related to this announcement of Bayit and OHEL, OHEL and Bayit. So I will defer to Moshe to begin. By the way, that's a uh, first of all, and we will get to Moshe in a second, but uh, that is an important point. I had forgotten for a moment Moshe's deep relationship for many years with uh, everybody at OHEL. We enjoyed a tremendous run with him uh, and with OHEL and continue to do so uh, during that period of time. Uh, all right, Moshe Kindelera, buy it is the word or the term or the title that uh, David Mandel just used. What can you tell the entire world about OHEL and buy it? Okay, but first, but first, before we talk about buy, let's talk a little bit about OHEL. I was actually reviewing my history, <laughs> personal history, and I realized that actually the, some of the first few times that I was on this show was, was really was through OHEL. Right. Uh, and also, you have to remember when I was driving basically from Teaneck to Borough Park and back, these are yeah. the days before OHEL made Aliyah to Flatbush. <laughs> uh, I, I spent a lot of time, I think I was one of your most avid listeners. I listened to the, the entire show, the morning show, almost two, three hours. So, so, so that's 
so that's when I, you know, when I, my commute was longer, and we have a lot of good memories of those of those times, especially did pre dinner season, yeah, pre fundraising. Th- th- this is our time of year, Mosa. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, one of the, one of my jokes in the community has been is that even though I'm not in the fundraising world. I, st- I always like to tell people I feel like I do more fundraising sometimes not in the fundraising world, you know, which, which right. is actually only partly true. But let me give you the, the genesis of it. Um, we, um, basically back in March, right, right before Pesach, uh, we announced uh, to the world, uh, even though it's going to be working on for about two, two plus years, two, three years, we announced that myself, Adam Chill, Basi Talbis, uh, all good parents, all good people, good friends from uh, the Tina community, we were starting an organization called the Byatt Association, okay? And the Byatt Association's purpose is to provide residential housing solutions for uh, adults with special needs, autism, developmental disabilities in North Jersey in our area. And the feeling was is that there were not enough Shomer Shabbos, so there really were not hardly any Shomer Shabbos uh, affiliated, you know, providers, uh, you know, people, you know, providing housing in our area. And uh, I think some, some of your listeners knows I'm a special needs parent. I'm also a Hess parent. I have a, I have a really special 21-year-old son named Zev, who we, we love and is, and is awesome. But we began to think about, you know, what his future is going to look like. And it turned out that there are actually a lot of families like, like ours in North Jersey. And uh, we really felt that we we had to do something. We really had to step forward. And, uh, and we had to take the first steps needed to, uh, to providing the answer. Um, for example, if you're a parent in New York State, if you're an Orthodox Jewish parent, there are a number of uh, res- you know, there are a number of agencies out there. But in New Jersey, you really, there really are not that many. And uh, we decided, you know, we, you know, like uh, we had that we had to step forward. And uh, we started about two years ago. Uh, we bought uh, when, I, when we we launched in March. We announced that we uh, had bought our first home. We actually have bought our second home since. But then the question, of course, became: uh, We bought a second home, by the way, in August, uh, and construction is is on is going on the first home, and hopefully will open within a year or so, uh, hopefully less. And the the big question for us is: Who's going to help us run the home? Okay. And that was the, the another issue was is you know we're three parents, uh, and then we we've added a few people to our board. By the way, just to let you know, in terms of the need, uh, is is really we are talking about dozens of families. Uh, all throughout New Jersey, North Jersey. By the way, it's not just Teaneck. It's also it's all throughout Bergen County and Passaic County and, and Essex and all the good Jewish communities in our area. And uh, we, you know, there's, we're talking about families with 20, 30-somethings living at home, parents getting older, you know, not able to have their kids live with them when they're until their 80s and 90s. You know, you know, you, I'm sure you know, you're, not, you're familiar with, uh, and you've been I've been speaking about this for years, and this is sure. something that, that Ohio certainly through Base Ezra has been doing for, for many decades. So the question for us was, who is going to help us run the houses? Who's going to help us oversee them? Who's going to help us, who's going to help us provide these services? Because, you know, maybe I know how to fundraise, maybe I know a little bit about the community, but I, I actually didn't, we don't know that much about running uh, group homes, or running, running these types of residences. And, and by the way, New Jersey is a different animal. New Jersey is a different state. It's a different, uh, you know, the different laws and different funding and different, different, they're different. It's a, it's a different operating environment for, uh, for, 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 let's say for an agency coming from New York. So basically the year turned, we, we announced it. And uh, after Pesach, um, David and uh, the staff at OHO basically came to us. And the truth is, I'm actually going to let David, I'm going to talk about this, but we're here to announce 
is that God willing, as of within a week, um, the Bayat Association will be partnered uh, with Ohel, God willing. For uh, David likes to refer to it as a marriage, uh, we will be partnering with Ohel to run the homes, to manage the homes. And we are, can't tell you how excited we are about it. Basically what it what does mean is that Ohel is coming to New Jersey. Uh, David will tell you about it. They are licensed now in New Jersey. Um, and we're just really excited about it. And I just, uh, we are blessed. We, we feel fortunate. We feel gebenched, as they say in Yiddish, you know, to have a partner. Obviously, yes, I feel comfortable uh, with OHO. Yes, I am certainly a former OHO, uh, you know, employee. And uh, I'll, I'll let David take over. But I'm just saying we are, this is it. This is the announcement. Uh, it's going to be on the cover of the Jewish link next week, God willing, not this week. But uh, it will be, uh, you know, we are... We are partnering. Moshe Kindler and David Mandel with us. It's exclusive news and big breaking news, frankly, and important news, especially for certain families in New Jersey, in our community. A, a get-together, a marriage, a partnership. OHEL and the Bayat Association, those of you out there who have uh, uh, been experiencing or have observed what Moshe Kindler described, uh, essentially a shortage of uh, group homes, services uh, for the Jewish community in New Jersey. OHEL is now in partnership with the Bayat Association to make sure uh, that these uh, group homes are founded and will flourish. David, from your perspective, tell me about this new relationship that we just announced. I'm listening to you and Moshe speak, and I feel like I need to go out and get some voice coaching lessons. <laughs> the two, both of you have such incredible, strong voices. First of all, it's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to be speaking with Moshe and the Bayer Group and the very important people that he mentioned. This is a road long traveled, and we're really happy to be here. Twenty years ago, Oho was invited to a meeting in Arnie Balsam House in Teaneck with a group of parents. I remember parents that were there speaking about the very issue that Moshe is speaking about, and Moshe spoke about his son Zev being 21 years old. This is 20 years ago when parents spoke about a need for housing for their children, um, housing that's um, uh, Jewish individuals, um, Orthodox individuals, and everything that goes together with it. And here we are 20 years later, um, really happy about the announcement that Moshe is making. So as Moshe said, this is a, a partnership, a relationship, a marriage involving Bayit and Ohel, a group of dedicated people, uh, common that they have a, a son or daughter with developmental disabilities, not necessarily everyone that's involved in Bayit, um, but people who will support it. Ohel has spent the last couple of years obtaining a license in New Jersey. My kudos to Adam Lancer, OHEL Chief Operating Officer, for doing all of the work involved. Adam lives in Passaic. And OHEL is fully licensed to provide a range of housing for people with various disabilities in New Jersey. Housing, day programs, outpatient, respite, many other programs. And we will begin um, with housing and some other non-residential programs with the two homes that Moshe described. I also want to 
extend our deepest thanks to Annette Rubin, Vice President of the Yoho Board of Directors, who's helped shepherd these conversations as we've met with Moshe and Adam and Basi and others over the last many months. So the announcement is a kickoff, so to speak, and the work has been involved over many months. And the hardest work uh, continues, I should say now begins, which is meeting with the families, identifying the individuals who will live in the homes, uh, the construction, of course, the renovation, the completion, um, fundraising that's involved. And we're very excited about it. Uh, the OHO Board of Directors are very excited about it. Uh, this is very much in line with OHO's mission and vision, which is to respond to communities and develop services where OHEL can use its um, talent, its breadth and depth of knowledge. And Moshe, we are uh, very excited about this, um, and we're looking forward to this next new beginning. I can only imagine. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NalchemSingle.com on the NalchemSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Our friends at OHEL and the Buy-It Association here in New Jersey have made an uh, exclusive, important, and honestly uh, groundbreaking announcement. And that is that uh, together uh, they're going to uh, establish group homes for those in need here in New Jersey. Uh, it's been an underserved population in this state in our community, as Moshe Kindler described earlier, and this is going to be rectified by an incredible partnership uh, between them and uh, OHEL, uh, which is going to make for a very exciting 2023, frankly, in this area as these group homes become established. And, and Moshe, there are those who might be skeptical about the timetable. You said within a year they could open up, but when you're dealing with experts, when you're dealing with people who've been through this experience before many, many, many times, I think it's realistic to think that we're just months away from an, a brand new beginning. Uh, I mean, from your mouth to God's ears, the, tr the truth is, um, you know, thank God the first home is, uh, it's, I'd say it's almost it's halfway done. Wow. Um, but, but of course, you know, we're, we're uh, things are, you know, we got a little bit delayed, but we, you know, we're, we're changing around the plans a little bit to make it actually hopefully to make the living space much, much nicer, better. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. I'm learning about behind the scenes. It's actually the first house you know, I've uh, thank God had a chance to be involved in building, so it's it's actually quite it's quite special. I just want to say a couple things, by the way. One of the things that we required of OHO was that when we as we got through this was that OHO move all of its senior staff and leadership to New Jersey, and it seems like that already happened because almost all of us the OHO leadership besides David uh, is has already has a good foothold in this big state. <laughs> uh, almost every one of the good people, Adam Lance, the chief operating officer. Lee Nyron, all the Hindi Hecht, all the all the people we've been meeting meeting with uh, from OHEL actually live in New Jersey. So, uh, so I'm just saying. So that was funny to us that there that there's such a strong New Jersey presence already. And, nice. and I just want to say the following. You know, we uh, we were looking for certain things. We were looking for certain things in a partner. By the way, we, I want you to know when we set out on this journey. We were not even sure we would find a Jewish agency. We actually thought we would partner with maybe a, uh, a secular nonprofit or or a non-religious, you know, just a non-religious nonprofit, and we, we just, we didn't know. And uh, at every step of the way over the last, I would say, six to seven months, uh, OHEL has done the right thing. They've showed us, they've shown up, they've come here numerous times, 
they've just, you know, the, every every question we had, they've answered um, and really have just done, you know, got out of their way to make sure that we feel comfortable with uh, making sure, again, we are, you know, entrusting our community's children in a sense, maybe in our, in our own children to them, you know, for God willing, the next decades. And I uh, just want to say we are really, really looking we're looking forward to it. I just want to tell you something that's interesting is that one of the questions is why is New Jersey so far behind New York State? Uh, and um, Good question. And I'll tell you, you know, as a Manhattan, you know, Nachum, as you're a Manhattan fellow, and uh, and I know David's, uh, you know, he's, he definitely spent time in Canarsie as a Brooklyn fellow, and I'm a Queens fellow, is that North Jersey and New Jersey in general is not, most people did not grow up in New Jersey. Okay, <laughs> meaning New Jersey is a relatively new community. Uh, even communities like Lakewood and Teaneck and Passaic, these were not strong communities, you know, 30, 40 years ago. It's really only in the last 30, 40, I would say the last generation plus that these communities have grown and grown and grown and the needs have grown. But the needs have been growing, were more established in New York State earlier. So, you know, so the, the, the agencies, the organizations have came to the fore earlier uh, I, re- I really see this as kind of the time has come uh, for New Jersey, uh, for for also to come to New Jersey, for organizations like ours uh, to get started. And uh, you, what you're seeing in many ways is the maturation or the the growth, the development of, you know, I guess of North Jersey. And, and by the way, you know, I keep saying Teaneck, but really is not. Uh, we're going to have to provide housing throughout, uh, you know, all over Jersey, uh, you know, with an emphasis on northern New Jersey. And uh, that's that's really, you know, I guess to say that you know, Hashem would say the time is right. The time is, you know, it's, it's the time has come, so to speak. Yeah, I never so, looked at I never looked at it that way, but I think you're making a really good and uh, practical point in terms of the growth of the community. And that, as you said, now uh, what's happening on the uh, on the on the Jersey side of the Hudson River is uh, is beginning to match uh, the um, uh, the growth of the older communities that we were used to in the quote unquote. Uh, old days. Uh, Moshe Kindelera and David Mandela with us. David, how um, uh, w- once these homes are uh, are constructed, and I know obviously you're very involved and your staff is very involved in the process uh, uh, with both practical advice and with uh, you know practical um, uh, work in terms of what needs to be done. Um, how quickly can one establish a staff, uh, get supervisors and counselors, and you know duplicate what you've done in New York, where the operation of the group homes are done with such uh, extreme care and uh, you know so much organization? Is it going to be very complicated to get that going in New Jersey? I like uh, mostly. Don't you like uh, Nachum asks a question and he gives you like twenty seconds to respond, and I would need the rest of the uh, day. Uh, to develop this. Moshe, <laughs> your point about New Jersey versus New York, um, it's very much how Israel also developed its services for individuals with disabilities. Only in the last 20 years or so, even though the state is 75 years old, has Israel developed a system for individuals with developmental and psychiatric disabilities. Uh, because it's a relatively new state, and the focus was on, as you know, agriculture and defense, and more recently technology, and it took them a while to catch up in this arena, and so there are many new sophisticated services in Israel for the mental health community that really did not exist at all 30 years ago. I was thinking about Eretz Israel as you were talking about, uh, Tinex, so... Moshe Nachum, instead of moving to Teaneck, how about if we all move to Yerushalayim? Amen to that. Uh, getting, to, 
getting to your question, Nachum, um, the whole issue today about hiring and retention, of course, is very complicated by the last two years of, of COVID and the resultant hybrid remote work. Hybrid is a word that is very common in today's workplace, irrespective of the work that people are doing, except in one field. In caring for people with disabilities in a home, in a residence, in an apartment that requires 24-hour supervision, Mm. there can be some hybrid work, but the people, the direct service professionals, the counselors need to be there. So we will start early in this conversation. As Moshe said, front page in his media next week, OHEL will be advertising. We are not ready to hire staff today to work directly in the homes until a few weeks before we open the home. But the answer to your question is advertising, community engagement, speaking, the college students being ready. We certainly have a cadre of staff that are dedicated to this on a daily basis. Moshe mentioned some of their names. We have other individuals, um, Shalom Baruch and Shia Kenningsberg, Lisa Scheinhouse, a number of other people. Um, so we will, God willing, be ready. And OHEL has been doing this since 1969. Yep. We've been providing services to the community. OHEL opened its first home for people with developmental disabilities in 1979, OHEL Bay And we currently, OHEL currently provides services to 505 people in our housing program, people with developmental disabilities and psychiatric disabilities. So we, um, nothing is easy. Everything, you know, there is nothing more important for parents with their children, including and especially a child with a disability, as Moshe said, in, 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 in placing them, sharing them, if I can use that word, Moshe, yeah. with a group of individuals who will care for them potentially for the rest of their life. Yeah. It is a responsibility that that we take most seriously. And so we need to be sure that we do this well and we do this right. And thankfully, with the support of the board of directors and the staff and the community and conversations like this, we're excited. We're looking forward. It's a next 5, 10, 20, 30 year plan. This is not this is not a conversation just about today and next year. Uh, well, and that responsibility is going to be shared by uh, Moshe Kindler and his associates at the Bayad Association who are uh, starting things in the state of New Jersey uh, for the group homes. And, of course, our friends at OHEL and the leadership of David Mandel. Uh, a, a uh, I don't want to say earth-shattering, but certainly a groundbreaking announcement, everybody, especially for those of you who have been longtime listeners and have heard about the work of OHEL over all the years and those of you in communities. And there are many people listening right now who are in communities who are very familiar with group homes under the leadership 
leadership of Ohel that are doing amazing things in different neighborhoods and communities. And all that is going to be coming, Amir Tzashem, uh, to the state of New Jersey uh, under the leadership of our guests this morning here at JM in the AM. Um, and you'll pl- read plenty more about it on uh, <laughs> in the Jewish League of uh, New Jersey. And I want to thank Moshe Kindler for giving us the exclusive. And I'm going to say to both of you, Mazel Tov. Moshe Kindler, I'll start with you. I can only imagine how much work this has taken to get to this point. And I look forward to uh, being at the real groundbreaking and the real opening uh, when the uh, Jewish community of the state of New Jersey can celebrate servicing a community or a part of the community uh, in need and helping out parents and families in our community at that time. Yeah, willing. That'll be. You'll be invited to it. I'm actually. I'm glad you uh, you put it on my head. Uh, it, it should be in 2023. God willing. Yep. Uh, and we can't wait to we can't wait for you to, uh, to 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 be there and to be there to celebrate with us. No I appreciate that very very much. And I do want to mention before we say goodbye, uh, and we'll have a chance to speak with David in the next few days about the uh, Ohel dinner uh, coming up on uh, uh, coming up on uh, the twentieth of November. But please go to olfamily.org, olfamily.org slash gala. They have an amazing dinner slated for the twentieth of November at Pier sixty in New York City at Chelsea Piers. It begins at five p.m. with amazing guests of honor and again we'll address this during our subsequent conversation uh, coming up in the next few days plus an appreciation for of david cohen the great marda astra of ohel and a whole uh, amazing lineup every one i, I say this every year uh, if you're going to make sure to make one or two dinners during the year make sure one of them is ohel it's always an inspiring evening and david we'll have a chance to speak about this more i will direct people to olfamily.org slash gala for information about the big dinner and i wish you a mazel tov on this big announcement this morning here at jm in the a.m Nachum, thank you very much. We want to make you a partner, Moshe and I. We would like anyone that comes to work in the New Jersey operation yeah. that mentions the name <laughs> Nachum Siegel. We heard this from Nachum Siegel. We want to give you a finder's fee for every employee that we hire. Wow, that sounds like a great idea, frankly. I, I'm not going to encourage people to uh, knock down the door yet. It sounds like they should wait a few months if they're chomping at the bit uh, to work at the New Jersey group homes or they feel that one of their children would be perfect for your group homes. But when the time comes, I hope there are a lot of people out there that will respond and will make it as flourishing a, uh, a group home operation as the one that you have in New York. And again, Mazel Tov, David, and we'll have a chance to speak next week, please, God. Thank you very much, Nachum Moshe. Looking forward to seeing you. Great conversation. Yep, I agree. Signing ceremony is next week, Nachum. Ooh. And yes, it will be on the front page. I was just you don't have a front page, but uh, this is just as good. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're waiting for the photos to make sure it gets to your front page. Now I get it. Now I get That's it. That's what I, I I told <laughs> Ola we uh, we we have to do. We, this has got to be like a, you know like a, I guess like a like a peace agreement. It has to be a signing <laughs> yeah. ceremony. We thought. So I felt so. This is the audio announcement, the official uh, yeah. agreement, the official signed agreement coming up next week. My thanks to both David Mandela and Moshe Kindler. The big announcement regarding group homes under the leadership and partnership of OHEL and the Bayad Association here in New Jersey uh, for the Jewish community of New Jersey. You heard it here first, literally, exclusively at JM in the AM. Shimcha 
Sham in the AM. Ellie Deitch, Tuesday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM and the AM. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Half Hallel. Um, special Torah reading. Uh, what did I forget? Yalviavo. Yalviavo, half Hallel, special Torah reading. Musaf Barchinapshi, whatever your custom calls for. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's what we remind you about, what uh, goes into a Rosh Chodesh morning davening. First day of a two-day Rosh Chodesh. Avrami's sitting in tomorrow. He'll be with us tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. I'm back on Thursday. He's also hosting a live lunch today. He'll hear at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. And uh, oh, I appreciate the listener, Moshe. Great comment regarding the conversation we just had on the air. With uh, O. David Mandela and Moshe Kinzler, much appreciated. Big exclusive announcement this morning here at JMM. If you missed any of it, check out the archives later on at NahumSiegel.com. Well, if you've been to a, a wedding or bar mitzvah recently, it's very possible that you've seen Sam Ulrich somewhere uh, in the facility. Uh, he and his staff doing what they do best. And... Coming up in a couple of weeks, not that we're, we're not going to reveal the location, of course, but coming up in a couple of weeks, the Siegel family is going to be spending the entire day with Sam Ulrich. What is it that this man does and is responsible for that we would take time to spend an entire day with him? And the answer, of course, is that he leads Ulrich Studios, uh, which has been uh, responsible uh, for quite a while for so many amazing uh, documentations, if you will, of weddings, bar mitzvahs, uh, community events. I actually saw Sam at uh, the wonderful OU opening a few weeks back, the official uh, uh, Hanukkah Sabayas of their new facility in Lower Manhattan. So you never know where he might be, but nobody can document an event with photographs and videos like Ulrich Studios can. And Sam Ulrich is visiting us on a Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Good morning. A pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. And uh, we're going to be spending an entire day together because until someone makes a wedding, they don't realize just how hard a photographer and a photographic staff and video staff is working, not just when you walk into the wedding and see them snapping pictures and you watch them all the way until Shavarachas at the end of the night, but you're literally spending the entire day with the family. It is not unusual for you to be at a wedding hall already at what time of day? Typically 10 a.m. Typically we're there six hours before the actual wedding starts. So you're doing an entire job before the job starts, basically. I always say the job starts uh, really when we get home from the wedding because the wedding is the fun part. The, the job starts when we have to do the editing, the delivering of the pictures, the album. The fun part is being at the wedding with the family and enjoying their simcha. Right, and even if it's many, many hours, it's still, as you said, a whole bunch of fun. So starting at, at 10 or 11 or whatever the case may be, at the beginning of the day, you're going to be spending a lot of time uh, with the Hassan and Kala and the immediate family trying to get all those candid shots and set shots, and uh, you probably have a lot of original ideas in your own head uh, once you see the Hassan and Kala about what they be, what they they how they would look best photogenically, et cetera, right? I'm sure that goes through your mind at the beginning of the day. Each couple, each family dictates what we do and how we do it. You know, no one's the same. No venues set up the same way. No chasen kala the same way. No bridegroom, no family, no father. They're all different. Everyone's unique. When we show up the wedding day, we really take each person as an individual and we create what uh, what they would look best in. How did you get started in all this? 
I picked up a camera and just did what I did. How best. long ago? <laughs> Uh, about 15 years ago, I picked up a camera and I've never put one down. T- to me, it was a passion, something I enjoyed truly. And uh, it, thank God, became a career. And I-, I tell people every day that I go, I never go to work. I just do what I do best and yeah, I enjoy it. I can relate to that. It must be a lot of fun. Uh, at some point, though, you realize that you have a unique ability, that there's something about what you do that is just a little bit extra special. We know this because of how much you're in demand in the community. It must mean you have either what they call a great eye when it comes to photography or there's something about your system that people are attracted to. I really think it becomes the connection that I'm able to make with people. You know, people... The people skills, the interaction, the the relatability, the the ability that I have to communicate and to find unique perspectives in each individual um, is something that I really enjoy and something that I think differentiates me from the rest of the community and the rest of the photographers out there. We really pride ourselves in each individual and connection and 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 changing what we do based on each unique situation. You know, every situation is unique. Every situation has differences and everything that we do is really all about that well uh, we invited you here Seb today because you've been so gracious uh, since we've decided to partner up between Ulrich Studios and the Siegel family for our big upcoming event have you given any thought yet to the uniqueness of working at our event or you haven't started yet thinking about that one so to be honest with you it starts the morning of it starts (laughs) when we walk through the door because you could prepare and you know this famous saying you prepare and god laughs right so we show up each each simcha and uh you know the flowers might be set up differently the kala might be doing something different and we really take our our expertise the morning we walk through the door but as you know over the past few weeks we've sent you numerous emails and questionnaires oh yes and those are really to better our ability very to- detailed by the way so all that is for our ability, nothing for you. Right. you know? it's, it's, it's meant for us to be able to get to know you on paper a little bit better so that when we walk through the door, we're able to really take you guys to heart and to be able to manifest that into a photo, right? And to know the relationships between your families and all that kind of uh, stuff. Well, you've been the topic of conversation in our home, frankly. We may not be on your minds a couple of weeks before the wedding, but you've been a topic of conversation in our home because there seems to be some pushback. I doubt this is happening in any other family. There seems to be some pushback about when people need to be at the wedding because, I don't know, some of the youth out there, they can't understand why they need to be there for pictures at three o'clock or four o'clock as you know i'm joking we get around. This all right, the time of course. and it's impossible and and again i don't know how sympathetic i would have been years ago but now after having you know been somewhat behind the scenes working with the iron title bound orchestra and 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 seeing you know more of what's going on with the machinations of weddings it's almost impossible for people like you and your staff to stay on time when you're at the beck and call of the kala obviously primarily and so many other things that are happening at the same time so like you said before, the the event really is happening for us before the event. Right. The wedding itself, you know, um, I don't want to say this blindly, <laughs> but we can really shoot it with our eyes closed. It's a the little event easier. Is so the event flows. Once your your guests arrive and all that kind of stuff, the event is, is a piece of cake. Really the organized chaos before the wedding, starting with, you know, portraits. That's, ten, ten to five. Ten that, to five is a killer. That's what really <laughs> takes a unique creativity and an ability to schedule and to be on time. And thank God we don't really often run late. 
Um, uh, we, oh, we, but it's a challenge. It's uh, it's organized chaos. Yeah, it is hard, boy, oh, boy. Sam Ulrich is here. Ulrich Studios. Online, it's ulrichstudios.com, all right? U-L-R-I-C-H, ulrichstudios.com. Now, um, these days, again, in my day, it was a little bit different, but today... Uh, the studios take care of everything, meaning that you are you are taking care of the photography, you're also taking care of the video, right? It used to be, you know, 10, 15 years ago, a lot of people would bring in separate video companies, et cetera. This is something that's all under your umbrella. That's correct. Yep. We take care of everything. We uh, really, the schedule runs on, on Ulrich Studios time, we call it. Um, anything before the wedding starts, from the second that we walk through the door with photographing and portraits up until guest our arrival and Bedeckin, we, we run the schedule, we run the show. And then uh, our friend Aaron Teitelbaum takes over and he uh, he runs the time <laughs> like a clock. He's also in the arena like noontime. Like oh, he's, yeah. he's, he, not, uh, he's not showing up. He likes music to come starts. really early to make yeah. sure his stage is set up and Correct. his pieces are in the right place. Yeah. Yeah, it again. To follow up that every musician's on time. Any professional will tell you the actual event, that's easy. The preparations, right. the the nuances that could happen between 10 and 5 or the day before or 15 minutes before you go live, that's when everything could go wrong. Right. And I want to thank Aaron. It's because of him that the two of us really appreciate each other's work. And uh, I've been able to see what you've been doing uh, for so many years up close and personal. Uh, Sam Ulrich is here, ulrichstudios.com for information. And we're talking about it. We brought him in because, uh, frankly, we're working together to make the Siegel Zuckerman wedding as uh, smooth as possible. I don't know how, what advice you're going to have for me of how to deal with those youthful family members that don't want to show up as early as we're requesting. Tell them 20 minutes before what I said. <laughs> Even that doesn't work. And then, of course, for those 20 minutes, they might complain. Wait a second. You told me to be here at a specific time. What's going on? You know? But the best thing, by the way, and I I say this, um, uh, some people may think this is obvious. The best thing for both families at a wedding is everyone take that day off. There are some people who want to go half a day to work. And the best thing is benachas, wake up, go to shul, have a relaxing early part of the morning, if possible, with all the pressure that's going on. Get to the wedding hall even earlier than, than you know you might have thought. And then, you know, if you end up hanging out and, uh, you know, enjoying the delicacies that the caterer is providing and just schmoozing with people because it's, it's a better alternative to being under that pressure to get there later on in the day. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. How do you find your staff, by the way? I mean, you were talking about photographers, we're talking about video people. I mean, are these folks that you're working with for, you know, 10, 15 years already? Are you always uh, getting new blood in the operation? How does it work? So thank God that uh, our staff has been pretty consistent. We found to a really amazing team and uh, it's really all about working together and being able to, uh, communicate without having to communicate i always say that if you watch our team right. we very rarely talk to each other during the event but we just know our next moves yep and that's super important when you're creating especially a documentary a film and photos because you don't want to have to communicate and deal with you know go there go there every single person on my team knows their role knows their position knows where they should be and you know if we say 10 o'clock we're usually there in the building 45 minutes before that to make sure that the hair and the makeup and everyone's calm and going smoothly because that's really impacting what we have to do. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, you remind me of myself and ZK, who you've met because, you know, he does some of the live streams out there at weddings. And uh, we are announcer and engineer for so many years already. We basically have our own language when we do a live show without ever <laughs> without ever saying a word to each other. Uh, so I can appreciate what you're saying. Um, so every venue has different potential photographs. And I know this because at my niece's wedding, you had this incredible 
view of the, I guess it was an ocean. I assume that's, that's what was behind them. Right? You had an incredible marina uh, view that you were able to utilize at a daytime wedding with great weather. That was one of the lucky things that day was great weather. Um, and, and you also must walk into, you know, the most plain wedding hall to the most fancy one and the most fancy environment in terms of views, et cetera, and say to yourself, okay, what are the unique shots that I need to get? Or what does this uh, wedding hall offer that I wouldn't be able to get somewhere else? Every facility, every hall, every location has has its pros, has its cons. Um, the most important thing for a photographer, and everyone will tell you this, is the lighting. You know, Ooh. so depending on where the bedecken set up and the chuppah and how the light is hitting, and outdoors is great, but in direct sunlight you have issues, in open shade you have issues. So there's the there's there's nuances to every single photograph, and uh, every venue is set up differently. There, every venue has their key shots. Um, but uh, every venue and every person has has differences. You know what people don't realize? Uh, in addition to, as you said, the language between your staffs, everyone knows already at this point what to do and what they have to get. Um, people don't realize that uh, that there are uh, uh, photography teams that are just not as familiar with our community as you'd like them to be. I was at a wedding out of town, and I am keeping an eye on the photographer, and during Shavarbrachas, I'm talking about Shavarbrachas at benching, they are not they're not taking pictures of it. And I said, you got to get over there. This is one of the most important things people want documented, you know, who had a one of the brachas and, you know, take a picture of it and, and they take a video of it. And, and you know, and, and they don't realize, even though that's an extreme example, obviously, but they don't realize that every one of these little details that are going on, you're prepared for. And, you know, others who are inexperienced at this are going to miss some really key shots. Especially in the uh, in the Jewish community and the from world, there are weddings that, you know, every wedding has key moments and key things and key things that we know is going to come up before they even are planned. That's right. Um, a tish, a bedekin, the bracha the father is going to give to the cousin, to the kala before the chuppah. All these nuances that, you know, if the photographer is not familiar, goes goes missed. And uh, trust me, I've I've heard of, of stories and and uh, and... And, and people saying, wow, the person, the last wedding, da 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 So it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. People do uh, point out some of the mistakes that were made in the past. They don't want it to happen again. I remember actually an encounter with you and our entitled bound where he prepared you by briefing you that we're not going straight to Imesh Gachech. There's something that's going to happen under the chuppah uh, between the last bracha and Imesh Gachech. Be aware of it. And you, of course, you know, set your team up to make sure to get it. So, you know, that's just a good example of that. Uh, also, what about the uh, end of wedding Shots. What are the best ones? Is it the, is it the limousine? Is it the horse and carriage? What's the craziest end to it? Is it the throwing the chassid and kala into a swimming pool? Have you ever been there for one of those where they jumped? The, I have. You've been there for one of those? I've gotten a kala to jump into a pool before. Unbelievable. Uh, so what are some of those uh, incredible end of wedding scenes? Are those, the ones I just mentioned are the, are the basic ones? Are there anything else that comes to mind? So the ones that were just mentioned are, 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 are basic, but uh, we, I don't know if you've ever seen one of our photographs at the end of the wedding, but uh, we do something a little bit with a twist. Um, we bring to the wedding something called a smoke bomb. And after the Chassan Kala have eaten their meal or right before, I sneak them outside and I usually do a smoke bomb shot right before they come back into dancing. This allows the bride and the groom to get some air, freshen up, and uh, after a 45-minute long title-bound set, <laughs> they, uh, they're able to come outside, get a fresh for some fresh air, do a quick photo, and they go right back inside. So all you need is good weather for that. 
All you need is good weather. And even if it's raining, it uh, it adds a little bit of a twist. Interesting. And what does that look like? It looks like a, a nice smoky scene. Like, what does it look like? To You'll me? have to wait to see the seagull yeah, one. I guess. <laughs> now I'm curious, frankly. Um, so there are some interesting end of wedding shots. And what about the end of the first dance shots? What do you insist? You insist that the Hussin's friends gather around. You insist that your video guy, you know, make sure to follow the Hussin and Kyle to their table. What are some of the things that are going on when a wedding set? Because everyone's been set for 45 minutes. It's been, a, like you described, relatively easy now the next couple of minutes could be a challenge everyone's running around guests are going to their table right it's hard to maneuver what do you tell your staff about those couple of minutes so they uh, my staff knows at this time you know one of us will grab a chair from a table so sorry if your chair is missing from the <laughs> table uh, we grab a chair we sit down in the chassan and kala and uh, we have the friends gather around and this is like the, the traditional friend shot on the dance floor sometimes people have the friends come before for, for some bridal party shots, but uh, that uh, seems to not be the case for so many people now. Yeah, a lot of so, friends are late. <laughs> so people people show up when they want to show up. So this is a good time right after the first dance to get that shot. Usually ends up in the album um, right next to the, you know, the, the bride and the groom have their own friend shot. Right. Sometimes together, depending on uh, the crowd. And uh, that's usually what happens there. Then they hop onto that chair and they get ushered to... Uh, their table to the to the sweetheart table they call right. it and the video guys are uh, following all of this video guys usually will ask for a wave at this time when uh, right. they're sitting down and then celebratory they, wave then they follow <laughs> the people to the table and uh the largest family shot you remember ever taking how many people do you think were in the largest mass family shot that you've taken at a wedding so i'll tell you about one that was not actually at a wedding yeah um I don't know the name of the family, nor I'm going to mention it, but I was asked to photograph a 750-person family shot. It was a family retreat up in Connecticut and uh, took a lot of coordination, bleachers, and all that kind of stuff. How many was, rows to those bleachers? It was a lot of rows. I think it was six rows and about 80 feet wide. Um it almost was like the Shluch HaKa picture that we had taken. <laughs> the um, the Shluchim conference. conference. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get everyone to look at the camera and stay still during that shot? Did it work? So one of the people from the hotel was using the megaphone. Um, if you've ever seen me at a wedding, you don't need a megaphone. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, a lot of screaming, yelling, saying crazy things. You know, I think one of the things that, you know, if you've ever been in front of a camera f one of my one of my weddings or events <clears throat> you know that uh my goal is to make you smile to make you feel like you are like you belong and uh that's what we do amazing uh sam ulrich the uh, uh the siegel family and the zuckerman family are going to be celebrating with him uh, as he documents the uh, uh, the great event coming up in a couple of weeks, and uh, we've had the opportunity to work with him behind the scenes and see all of this in recent times, and we cannot uh, recommend him highly enough. Um, video, photography, it's all there if you want to consult with Sam, but anything, that's, uh, anything else that has to do with the wedding, he can give you some good advice at this point. You've worked with enough people that you can get, to guide people the right direction. Right? I've seen it all. <laughs> One day there'll be a book out there. Allrichstudios.com, <laughs> U-L- R-I-C-H-Studios.com. Do you want to give out a phone number or is the website sufficient? What do you um, want to do? Yeah, Instagram also, at oh. Ulrich Studios. And the phone number is 201-490-8807. And am I mispronouncing? Is it Ulrich as opposed to Ulrich? You or? pronounce it however you want. Is that I okay? still don't know yet. All right. <laughs> you yourself are trying to determine that. UlrichStudios.com. U-L-R-I-C-H. Sam, looking forward to celebrating with you. And thanks so much for visiting us this morning. Can't wait. It's going to be great. It will be great. Bezrat Hashem. Mazal tov. Uh, more coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning Rosh Chodesh at JM in the AM.
so hard to see the brighter side of things but when I look I find you master of everything the sunshine the thunder it all makes me wonder what tomorrow's gonna bring so I sing to you yeah I can spend forever singing for your name cause everything gets better the more I grow and change the sunshine the thunder it all makes me wonder So I sing to you I thank you
J.M. in the A.M. with Ari Goldwag, Ashira, Shira Chadasha Boys Choir, had Am Yisrael, Amiran Dvir with Bechol Yom Shiavo here at J.M. in the A.M. There was another one in there, wasn't there? Let's see. I think we did another one. Oh, yeah, the Moda'ani with the Solomon Brothers opened up that set here at J.M. in the A.M. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, tomorrow, Avrami is going to be here at JM in the AM. I thank him in advance. Avrami sits in tomorrow here at JM in the AM. I am back Thursday, please, God. Two-day Rosh Chodesh today and tomorrow. Keep that in mind. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Listen to Daniel says, as the wedding singer in Atlanta, I love his interview hearing the behind-the-scenes of everyone works together at the event. Now you all help the family stay organized day of. Great learning opportunity here. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate that. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&A. Chables and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. Modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, or reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. Standing on the shoulders of giants How can we even compare To elders wise and so pious But in this hour One person's power No generation has ever seen Do you know what one pure deed could mean? Do you know what one pure deed could mean? It could be you, it could be us What you can't do is glorious Can make tomorrow's front page Is there anything you would change If you knew you were on the world stage? No more escaping The world is waiting For you to hear the call Will you make the choice to change it all? Depends on me and you, 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 and you. 
taking yourself for granted All the gifts you have been handed mm. An act of kindness to another Can be felt across the planet Across the whole world There's no denial That you're so vital To the people you come from They're all hoping you'll be the one Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. First day of a two-day Rosh Chodesh. Avrami and tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Uh, I thank him in advance. Um, live lunch today starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Live lunch today starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Avrami will be hosting until 1 o'clock. Make sure to join him for that. Michael Nadada wraps up the day for us here at Dura, the morning, I should say, for us here at JM in the AM. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web and AlchemSigl.com and the AlchemSigl Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday for us here at JMM. Don't forget it's Rosh Chodesh today and tomorrow. Avrami and tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. Thursday, I'm back starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to uh, tune in. Avrami hosts a live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern Time today. Yassi's Wag with a live lunch, 11 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. Keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. If you're not receiving our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, make sure to write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com. That's AF at NahumSiegel.com. Have a fabulous Tuesday. <laughs> Until next time, Nahum Siegel reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.